1: Also, if you're a minor, please check with your parent and or guardian as you need to have permission to listen to these podcasts. We will potentially talk about violent subject matter, sexual content, and difficulties human beings face on their day-to-day lives in recovery. It's Catherine and Dusty, yeah, and that you guys are, are involved with some PTSD recovery stuff. You can tell us as much as you want or as little as you want. So I'm going to ask questions if, like, when things pop up, I will ask questions. Yeah, no, that's fine. But for the most part, like, I I think people will gain more from hearing you guys talk Uh as opposed to me. So,
2: It's quite scary because a lot of people
1: know I'm doing this today and they're like, we want the link. (laughs) So my psychologist phoned me today. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh well, they'll get the link. You guys can have whatever you want once. It'll probably take a couple weeks to edit. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah. then we're a couple weeks ahead with episodes. Yeah. So your your guys's episode will be what? 3 weeks? I think
0: it's 3 weeks.
1: 3 weeks? Yeah. Un- okay. Unless we unless we can get it done in the meantime and we'll yeah. put it out special on like a Saturday, yeah. which is kind of what we do every once in a while. Um, like this week, Monday, we usually put them out on Wednesdays. So yeah. this week, because it's Remembrance Day, yeah. our first veteran is going to be aired on Monday. That's why it happens to be my older yeah. brother who spent time in the American Army. So, yeah. um, And then yours will be the next veteran special. Okay, so, yeah. Because it's important. Like For me, for us, it's very important. We try to do as much as we can for those who serve us. So yeah. um, thank you. Thanks for your service. You're welcome. (laughs) Thanks for coming here, and thanks for your service because being married to a serviceman,
3: (laughs) she did the hard work. Yeah, she did the
2: hard work. Yeah, I did. I had the fun. Nice. She she raised the kids, ran a full time job, did a did a degree, (laughs) studied for a degree. Yeah, and everything else, day to day
1: business. they they tell us that women are more. Are better than us we should just start believing that i think i, I don't know <laughs> no but she did a, she
2: should wear my medals not me because she yeah. did all the hard work oh she did all the hard work so, <laughs> and you just had
3: fun
1: yeah it's it's probably a combination of factors i bet yeah so tonight's episode are, you, are we good um tonight's episode is dusty and his wife Catherine, or Catherine and her Catherine. husband dusty Either. um however you want to say it <laughs> um and we just look forward to hearing your story so i'm gonna shut my mouth and you guys can start wherever you start. Okay, I'll start then. Um, yeah. Uh,
2: I was off this year for uh, a good while. Um, struggling with work and mm. everything else. But um, if we go back a uh, long time, I joined the British military at uh, 16 and a half years of age. I wow. was a boy soldier. Back in 1979.
1: I didn't realize that you could get in that young.
2: Yeah. It was more like a boarding school. Oh, okay. still did maths and English and that type of stuff. Yeah. Our basic military training just took a year Mm. to do and stuff like that. Um, Yeah. And life was easy then. We Mm -hmm. drank a lot of beer, played a lot of sports, uh, and didn't really do a lot. And then, Mm -hmm. obviously, the world changed very dramatically. um, And conflicts came one after the other. Mm -hmm. Um, And eventually... It just took a toll. So, yeah. uh, you can jump in at any time. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I had it fun but it's difficult. No. Yeah, um, yeah I really, really struggled. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd been off earlier on uh, about 2013. Mm, I would say for yeah. a few months. Mm-hmm. Um, work became too stressful. Yeah, um, and everything else, and I didn't know why I was struggling. Mm and I found it really difficult. There was nobody to talk to. Nobody, nobody wanted to talk about mental health or anything else yeah. like that. And, and people were very um, scared to talk about it. Mm. Nobody wanted to know anything or anything else like that. And, and I really didn't know where to turn. Yeah. Um, I found my emotions were all over the place. Mm. I, I didn't want to be around anybody. There was days when I would come in to work so early that I'd worked out, showered, changed and was out in the parking lot before the rest of my teammates would come into work. I would be literally driving through the gate of the office at five five minutes before the end of the shift knowing that my teammates were changed and on their way home so I didn't have to talk to anybody.
3: During this time at home, it was like living with Dr Jekyll and Mr Hyde. Mm. I didn't know who I was coming home to. Mm -hmm. This was not my husband, Yeah, not the man that I knew. He was um, very, very short-tempered. The slightest thing Mm -hmm. would set him off. Um, He was verbally rude. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes I would have to come home to a verbal battlefield between my husband and my daughter.
1: Mm -hmm. How many children do you guys have? Yeah, uh, two. two, two girls. Yeah, okay.
3: one still lives in the UK.
2: Okay, um, with our two grandchildren, and the oh. youngest is out here. Nice. So,
3: yeah,
1: it is. So there was a, obviously the mood swings.
3: Definitely. Yeah. there was the the key things that I noticed were the mood strength the mood swings, mm. um, also the sleep. He was forever sleeping. Not just napping 20 minutes here and there, yeah. three, four-hour sleeps. Um, and for me, it's horrible to say, but it was actually a relief. When he was when sleeping. When he was sleeping in the afternoons, mm-hmm. on his days off, um, before he had an evening shift, things like that, yeah. it was actually a relief.
1: I bet, considering. Yeah. Did you know what was going on like at the time when it started, or? Initially, no. No, when did it start? really changing was it 2013
3: yeah it was around then wasn't it I think so yeah. it was the latter part wasn't it
1: yeah I knew something
2: was wrong mm-hmm. with me and I, and I I didn't know what and I couldn't understand was what mm-hmm. I knew I was I didn't sleep very well I seemed to sleep a lot better during the day than when I was supposed to be asleep yeah um, I didn't know something was wrong I knew that I was especially as a police officer yeah I was generally fine with the public dealing with the public mm-hmm. but it was my sort of uh, line mates peers and, and my family that I seemed to take t- take it out on, okay that I was very short-tempered with yeah um, I found that the slightest thing was like really irritating me mm-hmm. stuff that would normally not bother me the slightest yeah that in some cases i would probably even find sort of funny mm-hmm. but just yeah and, and I couldn't I didn't know why I was like that. Why it was like that. I knew it was, ah, this is frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, and as time went on, it got worse that um, even on shift, I would have to find somewhere mm-hmm. that was secluded because I couldn't control myself. I couldn't control tears, um, shaking, mm-hmm. everything. And that just seemed to make things worse because oh, it, it frustrated me even more. Why am I like this? I, yeah. I'm a big boy. I've done lots of things, and I know I can control myself, mm-hmm. and, and I just physically couldn't. Wow! I physically couldn't.
1: Yeah. And,
2: and so that he, seemed to push. That that made me angry at myself. Yeah. And and that just made it even worse because I yeah. just got angry I couldn't control that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, it was it was horrible because mm. I didn't know what to do. So so it's interesting that it was it it took so long to develop, right? Like because you went in the army at in the 70s yeah and and so did you experience symptoms of it throughout your time in the army or
2: no i didn't um wow. i think when i came back 2006 for was my last operational tour back in iraq mm-hmm. um and we didn't have a very good tour we had, it was a really stressful tour oh. um i lost one of my first soldiers i've lost friends before mm-hmm. but he was my soldier oh man i'm sorry um, that was Super hard, mm-hmm. he was only young, just come out of the factory, oh. so he'd only been with us less than a week. Oh, uh, wow. he was killed so. I'm sorry, dusty no that's okay yeah. uh it's difficult it's in in and oh, we know that before we sign on that line yeah. that there's a chance at that um that took a little while
3: that was hard that one emotionally yeah. that was an a huge emotional roller coaster for yeah. you with that one yeah. But that seemed to pass after a while. I mm-hmm. sort of
4: got
2: back to normal and, and everything else. And then we came out here on vacation and bumped into a recruiting team. Um, strangely enough, I'd never, ever thought about being a police officer. Mm-hmm. I used to fight them all the time as a soldier. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. The bar so, fights. And- yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah, uh, soldiers yeah. are soldiers. If we, We'll fight <laughs> amongst ourselves until we get to the locals and then we'll fight the locals. So. Yeah, and all bets are off. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. So it was really strange. Um, I sat the exams in the UK, uh, passed, came out here for a week on my own to sort of finish everything off. And mm-hmm. um, that sort of took my mind away from things. And yeah. it was a big step, emigrating, selling everything else, leaving our oldest daughter back in the UK. Um, and then, yeah, settled into police life, mm-hmm. shift work again, which was fine for a while. And then we had a a couple of major calls um that we were first out on um that affected me one mm. was a, was a small baby um and another one was a uh, a massive assault mm. uh, um yeah, they sort of played on my mind mm. a little mm-hmm. bit, and that just sort of brought the nightmares back mm. from my previous career and other things like that which I didn't want to sleep mm-hmm. i really didn't want to go to sleep because the nightmares were getting worse and worse yeah. um and not, not just nightmares there was days when um i could if i close my eyes i was back mm. on operations to um days where uh, on one occasion i was stood in water and i could feel the water running down into my boots mm. and it felt like if I took my boots off I would be able to wring my mm. socks up. I could feel the heat from the desert sun mm. and I could smell that uh, it's like rotting vegetation that's that sort of sickly smell mm. um, as though I was back there oh. and I was wide awake. Um, that frustrated me hugely and mm. I, I, I didn't understand why because if you'd have said to me 10 years ago I'd be struggling with this and a bit
1: not a chance yeah because you didn't feel it like you legitimately
2: no i didn't i didn't feel anything yeah um so i went to our psychologist services and and uh um they helped a bit Mm -hmm. we didn't really address anything um and i felt very isolated from work yeah um nobody spoke to me Mm -hmm. um or anything and um like I said, when you you read my story, and they me I actually expected them to come and take my gun off me, which they didn't. Wow! So and I, I was I was like, now yeah, they're going to come and get my gun, and and nobody ever did. Mm-hmm. And you know, like I said in there, to be fair, I've I've never thought about harming myself or anyone yeah. else. I've been fortunate enough I didn't turn to drugs or alcohol mm-hmm. or anything else like that. Yeah. You don't have to put your hand.
1: In. You can just show them. No, in. no
3: but I don't want like so to stick to It's
1: like being back at school. Teacher, what to talk about? Um, or are you a teacher? <laughs>
3: yeah, Pre- preschool teacher. you're well, Yeah, so you fully put your qualified hand up first. high school teacher. Well, yeah, I'm a qualified yeah. high school teacher, but here I, I teach preschool. Yeah, you're um,
1: dealing with better kids anyway. Preschool's is a better age awesome. than
3: high school. They're amazing. <laughs> like, they just they just ask questions.
0: Yeah.
3: Right. So they are They're pretty amazing. Um, So his um, addiction, if you like,
1: Mm
3: -hmm. was going to the gym.
1: Okay, yeah.
3: He'd be at the gym Mm -hmm. and he's not one that just lightly works out. Yeah. He's a heavy, I'm working out, focused in the zone, I'm doing what I need to do. Mm -hmm. And it got to such a point with the lack of sleep and going to the gym that his body wasn't resting Mm -hmm. and it wasn't recovering. Yeah. So his addiction, if you like, was the gym.
1: Yeah, and did you did you start to feel physical symptoms of overtraining without sleep? Yeah,
2: or? I got it, it. I got to that stage where nothing was improving. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter what I did; it yeah. it I just sort of stayed the same. Yeah, um, and that again was really frustrating because mm-hmm. I wasn't losing weight, I wasn't putting any muscle on, I wasn't getting better at anything. Yeah, it was just sort of like that flat plateau,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, and that really frustrated me even more on yeah. top of everything because I didn't realise it was affecting me. Mm. to that extent. So uh, eventually I got sent to the sleep doctor. Um, and <laughs> yeah Catherine laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> yeah. Um, they uh, I spent the night down in the southwest of the sea um, okay. and it's like a 45 minute where they wire you up.
0: Mm.
2: And It's like I'm a big ponytail of wires down your back that they, oh, yeah. they plug in. Um, and we found I had really se- severe sleep apnea. Mm. Uh, which I've probably had from when I was young.
3: Adult probably. Early adult. Yeah, early, yeah. Adult, I don't yeah, early so. adult age.
2: So th- that didn't help because my body was never getting anywhere. Mm-hmm. It would sort of get down to that risk recovery into REM sleep and then yeah. I'd stop breathing so my body would wake me up. Mm-hmm. And it just, that continual cycle over a period of time. Um, and the sleep doctor's like, oh, you got to stop going to the gym. Mm-hmm. It's killing you. Yeah. It, your body, it's, it's doing you more harm than good
1: because yeah. you're not recovering. Um yeah. That's a, that's an important one, right? Because the gym, most people feel like it's a good thing. Yeah, even when you do it too much, mm-hmm. Yeah. right? And to hear you say that—that that a doctor said, "Look, it's going to kill you," but like it can because you're doing stuff to your body. Yeah, that and if you don't recover from it, it, it will just continually break down. That's and, and, my understanding.
2: No, and and you're totally right. It did. It was. It was. It was. I and that would because I wasn't sleeping and mm-hmm. and I, I was expending all that energy. It just made me even more tired. Yeah, and. So it's that big vicious circle, but the circle was just getting bigger instead mm. of smaller. It was getting bigger and bigger, with everything just sort of sort of filling in. Um, and I think things came to a real head. Uh, I was uh, on night shift, and I gave Cass a kiss goodbye. And as I walked out the door, she said, "When you come home, you can tell this bit.
3: I don't think I can."
2: I haven't been this emotional for a while. That's okay. (laughs) Yeah, she says, can you bring my real husband home?
0: Mm. So.
2: Ooh, I was fine going to work. Mm. Hmm. I really was. I was like, yeah, okay. I I really didn't see it. And then as I got to work and drove through the gate at work, it just sort of, the dam broke. Mm. And I walked into work and said, yeah, I can't do this tomorrow. Mm. I'm off home. Um, got home. I literally, I was at work maybe five minutes. Mm. Um, poor street soldier. It's <laughs> like, what do I do? And he's like, can I help? And I just didn't want to talk. I didn't want to do anything. I just mm. said, I really cannot do this. I'm, I'm done. I'm going. Um my partner all the time, I'm like, is Dusty okay? And he's like, I'm, yeah. He's yeah. going through some stuff at the moment, but he'll bounce back. Um, um, so, yeah, I took some time off then. And that's when I sort of started to go to the psychologist at work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found it really frustrating because I wanted Kath to come with me. Because yeah. uh, I found there's lots of things that I couldn't talk to her about. Mm-hmm. Um, and she knew some stuff sort of bits of stuff yeah you know as when we came back off tours we'd always have parties and we'd get together as crews and stuff and have a few beers and, and then it would be i oh, remember this mm. we lip. would talk about <laughs> stuff that we'd done and, and 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 sort of fun times and stuff like that and things where we were giggling like small children when we probably shouldn't have been but mm-hmm. um i was always worried that she would it would be I I was worried that I'd lose her Mm. because she would see me as a different person not the person that she'd marry that she would push me away because you're not who I married you are you know you're a bad person now Mm. done some bad things so I could never talk to her Um, and you know rightly or wrongly I don't know the um, psych services were like nope this is you time, we can do marriage counseling. I didn't want marriage counseling.
0: Mm.
2: I wanted to understand why I couldn't control my emotions, yeah. why I was feeling the way I was, mm. why I just, at times, just didn't want to do anything. You know? yeah. um, there's times when Cath was at work that uh, I would go into a our, our walk-in closet and shut the door because it was total black and, mm. and just lay on the floor where I couldn't hear anything, I couldn't see anything, Mm. and it felt like I was in a nice, safe cuckoo. And I I could spend a couple of hours there, um, sort of drift off in and out of sleep or whatever, but, um, and sometimes I'd just be in floods of tears. Mm not being able to control them. And, and and again, like I said, it's just that big vicious circle. Yeah. The more I got emotional, the more I became angry. The more angry I became, frustrated I became, the more my emotions overboiled mm-hmm. and everything else like that. Um. It took me a couple of months to get back to work.
3: I think so, and you went back gradually then, didn't you?
2: Yeah. I didn't really do a lot. Mm. It was very frustrating. I didn't feel that I was being utilised yeah. or given anything proper to do. It was a case of just come in mm-hmm. i'm like oh who do i talk who do i say that i'm in oh, it don't matter if you don't come in don't worry about it mm. and, and, and it didn't help me yeah i needed that structure i've had structure all my life and, and i needed mm-hmm. that structure of you know you will be in work for this time and okay yeah. you can't wear uniform but you will do this and we've got some for you mm-hmm. I, I never had any of that yeah. it was just more of a um come in and do whatever hmm and I found that really, really difficult, and I, and I really struggled with that because it wasn't helping me in the slightest. And yeah. uh, the only way I could figure of doing anything was okay, I'll just, I'll just go back to work. Mm-hmm. And it was fine for a while, Yeah. for a couple of years, and then. Um,
1: so can I just ask you a question? Yeah, of course. Before, before you go on, when you were back there for a bit in plain clothes, and they were telling you just do whatever. Yeah. Did anybody come to you like regularly and ask how you were? No. Okay.
2: No. I had nobody, that. literally. I had two young constables that were on my team that would come. Uh, they both live in Carrie. I don't. I live I live out in Airdrie. Mm-hmm. And they would just phone me up and say, hey, we're going for breakfast. Uh, yeah. We're coming to Airdrie for breakfast. Come and join us. And that was it. Mm-hmm. People that I actually thought were friends just. And I understand because it can be quite difficult. You don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. So I, I can understand that. But I had there was nobody. Yeah. Nobody, I had no nothing from management, from the service, or anybody just to, hey, I I know we can't ask you what's wrong, Mm
0: -hmm. but
2: is there anything we can do to help you? Yeah, is there anything you need or anything? And I felt so isolated, yeah, that I felt I was useless, Mm -hmm. that I couldn't contribute to society, let alone to work or anything. It, It was just. To some it's really depressing, mm. um, and everything else. I, I just it was horrible, yeah. That
0: isolation into the pain, yeah,
2: right? I felt so lonely, yeah. I really felt lonely with you know, and yes, Kath was there for me mm-hmm. and, and our daughter was, but even to that extent, then we still really didn't know too much of what was going on, did we? No, we didn't. No, um,
3: it wasn't explained properly, was it? No, it wasn't, it wasn't. clear, no. Um, and
2: then last year. I could feel that downward spiral again. I, I knew I was taking risks at work mm. that I shouldn't be. I was driving too fast, but I, I probably didn't need to drive as fast a cause. Yeah. Um, I wanted to be on that high-risk call. I wanted to be mm. that first person out. Yeah. Um, and I knew I was doing things that I was thinking, this is this is dangerous. Mm. So I then went back to our psych services again, and, and thankfully, and I don't mean this disrespect to anyone, no. they referred me, um, outside of the service. Yeah. Um, yeah. They told me I would... As like, they, I was, they're like, oh, you're going to have to wait a while, about three months for an appointment. And yeah. I was like, that's... No.
1: That within, is the, the, within psych services? Yeah. Wow.
2: I was like, that's not good. That's yeah. no good. So, and they did offer to refer me and I wasn't keen at the start. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then they were like, well, it'll, it's going to be a while because we're super busy. Mm. Um, so I, I was like, okay. And I'm very glad I did because the psychologist I got um is phenomenal right on. Um her history is Canadian military RCMP and correctional mm. stuff oh perfect. So, yeah she was fantastic yeah um, really 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 good it's quite it was very strange that when I first went to meet her and, and you do that introduction thing and she's mm. sort of going through my background and she asked me how long I was in the military and I was like yeah 27 years and we're going on a bit and then she's like how long have you been a police officer I was like 10 mm. and she went back in her notes And she goes, she says, you've been doing this for 30-odd years. And I was like, yep. Mm -hmm. And she says, no wonder you are here. She says, it's how you've managed this long. It's amazing. Yeah. So um, she really encouraged Kath to come. Wow, what a a change, eh? Oh, it's huge.
1: Yeah, just inviting you into
3: it. Well, Dusty asked first. Yeah. And she was very open to me coming. Yeah. And she now, a year later, she's now a big advocate for partners coming in as well.
1: And then you guys did that. And I I guarantee it, because that would have been something that would have been hard for like a in-the-box kind of thinker, right? Like a psychologist to say, yeah, bring her in.
2: It it was. And it was was very strange because I would, when we did, um, went through stuff and we did a lot of um, uh, exposure Mm -hmm. to serious things that have have gone in my military career, my police career. Um, really in depth to it Mm. Um, and just although I would would sort of sit at an angle with my back towards Kath and she was there but she would hold my hand I knew she was there but it was like she wasn't there so she could actually and for me it was okay you can hear see me at my lowest yeah and everything that's bothering me and struggling with although I wasn't talking to her Mm. If that makes sense, and I I struggled with it at first, but as we went on, and the more time she came with me, the easier it became. Yeah. Um, And I think that made us stronger.
3: It did. Mm. And also, we had to journey up to Red Deer, which gave us time to talk on the way up. Okay. And time to Mm. talk on the way back. Mm. So, even when things were being discussed within the room with the psychologist. We knew what we wanted to discuss, and mm-hmm. we knew where it was going to lead. We knew what she was going to open up, mm-hmm. yeah. and it, it was very, very beneficial for yeah. us as a couple.
2: Yeah, yeah. and I th- and you know now I feel I, I uh, she phoned me today actually because uh, she knew I was coming on this, and and obviously it's close to Remembrance Sunday, so this time of year is not very good for me anyway, mm. purely because it's Remembrance Day. But yeah. um it was. It's hard to explain, but it was made, it made me more comfortable around Kath. Mm. I'm bearing in mind, this is our 36th wedding anniversary next month. (laughs) Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, Yeah. I've never (laughs) felt this comfortable Mm. in a long time than I do now around Kath. I was always worried that um, I would do something stupid, say something Mm. stupid. Um, I've never felt violent towards her or anybody, Um, just more being snappy and angry yeah. and, and just making that rift so wide that we would never be able to recover from it yeah um, I'm happy to tell you. I'm very lucky I married my best friend yeah mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah it no, was no, very no. it was hard it's been a rough year it has it's been a really rough year yeah um, it's been a long journey
4: mm-hmm.
1: what's been the hardest part about the year once you got into this like obviously what's positive treatment
2: yeah oh it's huge uh, yeah. I, I think for me <clears throat> Just the overexposure
1: mm. to those old things.
2: Yeah. And yeah. and even, you know, um, so things really went bad. Uh, December, uh, Christmas Eve, mm. New Year's Eve, and then the ninth of Jan, I had three major calls where I was the first out, all fatalities. Oh, man. Um, and that just Overloaded the senses, yeah. And it got to stage on one of them. I, I could not drive past the intersection because oh, wow. I would it, it, it was there, yeah. It was just plain as day. It wasn't so bad when I was sleeping or anything else like that. but if I drove past that intersection and where I worked, then it was the a yeah. major intersection. I it was just I could see it as plain as day to the extent that I would drive the long way around, I, I just couldn't go past it, yeah. I couldn't go past it, and I, and I knew new things then were, were, um, it was just. Too much, and mm-hmm. I couldn't cope. And I knew I wasn't coping again. And but I knew the symptoms this time, yeah so it was easier to understand. And I, I think
0: Kath will agree.
2: Um, it was more manageable. I think, think it was so, worse yeah. this time. Things were a lot worse this yeah. time. But I knew what to expect, and and I knew that something was wrong. Mm-hmm. And and I, so um, it was easy that way. But uh, just having explained to me that this is normal. Mm-hmm. This is, it, this happens, yeah. you know, and she actually says it quite well is that if you're a secretary after 10 years, you might need carpal tunnel syndrome treatment. Yeah. As a first responder soldier, you're going to need mental health mm-hmm. treatment. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was easy to, she explained everything, you know, how the brain works and, and, and the function of it and why mm-hmm. we get like this. Yeah. Um, she doesn't call it PTSD. It's an OSI, okay. operational stress injury, because yeah. that part of your brain swells, it can be inflamed mm-hmm. and swell, which is an injury. We just yeah. can't see it. Yeah. So um, it was easier.
3: It was easier. It was more of an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. Um, what Dusty actually talked about in his sessions, I knew most of it mm. or bits of it, and it, for me. I would sit and cry silently mm. beside him. Yeah, um, I think that was the hard thing. But she not only gave Dusty tools; she gave me tools to work yeah. with. Yeah. So I think we've been able to work yeah. much better, haven't we? Yeah. Cope with it much better.
1: Well, it, it's interesting that sometimes people think that when they're getting treatment, it'll just be better right away, right? But that mm. treatment is is going to be long term better. But in the first bit it could be terrible right and like the it
2: was yeah it, it was that yeah. exactly that and on the first couple of sessions she said it's gonna it, we're get, I'm gonna i'm going to take you places that's yeah. not going to be very nice it's it's going to be uncomfortable mm-hmm. but we need to do the worst parts the yeah. stuff that's giving you the bad nightmares and everything else on that we're yeah. going to have to deal with that first and mm-hmm. then the minor stuff will fix but hopefully you'll have the tools that we won't have to go down yeah. that road but uh, and it was really strange the more we talked about certain incidents the more I remembered mm-hmm. and and silly little things that you, I didn't think were um, important mm-hmm. or just never ever thought about yeah that would come out each time we would re- we would address it um, we might not go back as far mm-hmm. each time but um, we'd sort of move further along and we will just start from there and then go through everything. Um, and everything else like that was, mm. uh, yeah, it was stressful. But it did get yeah. better. Yeah. It did get better. Yeah. Uh, some things are, still make me emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, that will always be there. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of guilt mm-hmm. uh, on my behalf. Oh, I can't even imagine, man. That, I don't think that will ever go. Mm-hmm. And she agrees. Well, yeah. I can cope with it better. Yeah. But that, that, that,
1: will, never, that will never disappear. Yeah. Um, I think and, that's a sign that there's nothing wrong with you, Dusty. What's, no. There's absolutely nothing wrong with you. You're a normal human responding to an ab- abnormal situations, right? And I'm sure you've learned that now. Yes. No, I have. Yeah.
2: No, I have. And, and, and that's, that was the difference in, in, in two psychologists.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, yes, this is normal. Yeah. You will experience this. There's yeah, no course. ifs, no buts. And and, and and it's perfectly natural.
4: Yeah.
2: Will it ever be back to normal? What's normal? Yeah. Hypervigilance, um, not sitting with my back to the door, mm-hmm. um, looking for that escape all the time is, is normal for me now. Yeah. As it is for most police officers and most mm-hmm. soldiers. That's normal. Yeah. Bad dreams, um, certain things, sights and sounds will mm-hmm. make you emotional. But for me, that's normal now. It's not normal for Kath or somebody yeah. else that's not had my life mm-hmm. style, yeah. um, but it's normal for me. Yeah. And, and I've got the better understanding of that now that yeah. I am normal. That's awesome. I'm just not the same as everybody else. Yeah. What's normal for me isn't normal for everybody else yeah. and, and vice versa. So having to be able to cope for that has been a lot easier. And accepting, <laughs> yeah.
3: accepting. Yeah. That his level of normal is different. Yeah, yeah. To anybody that hasn't had those experiences or yeah. similar mm-hmm. experiences.
1: So I just want to ask you a question, really quick. When you were when well, just one for now, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Probably ask more, but when you guys started to go together to the psychologist as the as his partner, yeah. did that not only give you more closeness to Dusty? Obviously, because when we hear our partners' like deep secrets that. Mm bonds us right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but also do you feel like it it continuously equipped you to not only help other partners maybe of someone who's going through the occupational stress injury i like that better too actually yeah it just yeah Yeah. it rolls better and it makes more sense yeah yeah Yeah. 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 because it is an injury Mm, yes it is and that's
3: what she was saying the psychologist it actually is an injury yeah
1: yeah, we just don't look at the, the mental injuries as the same, right? No, we don't, With that, And we no. need to. Yeah. yeah, I think we're starting to. Um, it's getting better.
2: Yeah, I still think it's a... We, sometimes it feels like it's a fad. Yeah. And especially this year, um, people want to talk about it.
0: Yeah.
2: And I'm quite vocal about it now. Yeah. I really am. People can ask me questions and, and I will more than happily answer them yeah. um, and everything else. It, it doesn't worry me. Anymore. It actually makes me feel better mm-hmm. because it makes me feel normal. Yeah. And... um it's, nobody wants to talk about it. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's mental health day, and yeah. oh, I don't want to talk about that.
0: Yeah,
2: I still think we're frightened of it, because I honestly believe we don't understand it. Yeah. Um, yes, doctors, psychologists do, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't. They only know. basically do, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think we do as people. Yeah, Because I, so. I know January this year, mm-hmm. I didn't understand it. What's that? I didn't understand it generally yeah. this year. You yeah. even that you know, and that's only a few months ago. That that's um, I really didn't understand it. Mm. It to me, it was something that um, my grandparents and my father struggled with. Yeah, um, through their military careers, mm-hmm. um, obviously Second World War and Korean War, were where my father fought, it was just something that they dealt with. Yeah, it's not something that I've ever had to deal with. Or yeah, and really uh, in the military. We I don't know if we coped better Hmm. But nobody it was never ever mentioned Hmm. we really didn't have decompression very much no way Um, We got better after the Falklands Wars as especially for the British military. Hmm. We got better after the Falklands war, but um, There was still nothing. Yeah, we would come back off tour and uh, from war zones and stuff like that and We'd have a couple of weeks in barracks to sort ourselves out, and then it was a month off. Oh, really? Yeah, I think when I came back from the first Gulf War, it was that was it. I handed my stuff in, and that was us for a month.
3: Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. There was nothing, and so maybe. that month didn't include like physiotherapy or there was no, there was nothing. nothing. Wow. Go home. Yeah,
2: we'll see you in a month. Wow. Yeah, great. Yeah, how do I, I cope know. with this? <laughs> um, maybe it's because I was a lot younger then. Mm. That it was a lot easier to yeah. uh, to manage uh, it was I don't know maybe it's as I got older that the, 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 the stress is more mm. uh, I don't know if it's the job this job that is far more stressful
0: mm.
2: and then on top of everything else it's just um that overload was there yeah but understanding now of why I can get emotional
0: yeah
2: is is easier yeah um, yes I've got a little bit emotional today. Um, and I, I expected that, but two or three months ago, mm. yeah, it would probably be very very difficult to do this. Yeah, to the extent that you know, um, would have to keep stop starting
0: because
2: mm. I couldn't. I'd have to control my emotions and everything else. That I can talk about it more freely now. Yeah, um, there's certain things that make me get a little bit emotional, but mm. nowhere near as much as it used to. Yeah. So, which is a good thing. Yeah. That's and it's a, that understanding. Totally. It is that understanding. So, um, uh, having Kath by my side, has been just a
1: tremendous help. Mm-hmm. So, as a resource for yourself and for, obviously, for Dusty, because, like, mm-hmm. for you, though, does it help you to understand uh, the illness more?
3: It sure does. Yeah? Yes, it, it helps me to understand his actions. mm mm-hmm. um, I mean, that's... I wrote a little something too. Um, I don't know where that, where it went. Who got that? I have it. Soap work. Yeah, it's but been... where did where who did I write it for? For us. Okay, and I I love the bones of this man. Mm-hmm. Like he's my life. But I didn't like him at the time. Yeah. It was rough. Um. But being allowed to go with him to see the psychologist Mm. made me understand why he was behaving the way he was behaving. Yeah. It also, as I said earlier, gave me tools Mm. to work with so that I wasn't getting angry with him Mm. for the way he was behaving. And I wasn't getting angry with him because I knew this was an illness. Mm. This isn't something that he wanted. Yeah. Just like if you fall over and break a bone, this isn't something you mm. ask for. You don't want this. Yeah. But this is something we're going to have to live with mm. for the rest of our lives. Yeah. But I think we can cope better now. We can deal with it better. Mm. And I think we're both very much more open about it as well.
2: Yeah, I think we are. Yeah. And I think that helps us both to talk about different things. as not Not just... The mental health side, but just in general, I think
1: we're more talkative about different things and we mm. find that
2: easier to cope.
1: Mm-hmm. And do you find it easier to talk with Catherine more openly, like just in general, not yeah. just about this? Stuff? No,
2: yeah I, do. yeah, I do. And I think in people in general, yeah. I, I am more comfortable back to that, my normal self of talking yeah, um, and everything else. Yeah, I think it does. Uh, and I think it's more that understanding that I am normal. Mm-hmm. That I'm not a broken person. Yeah. No. That I'm not uh, an outcast. Yeah. No. Anymore. Because mm. at some stages that's how I felt. Yeah. I felt so different from everybody else. How? How do you sit and watch <clears throat> this movie or or, or see this and, and not feel the way that I do? <clears throat> and I couldn't understand that. Yeah. And that that really made me wanted me to to be less and less around people. Yeah. I've always been a social, sort of between the two of us, I'm a social one. Yeah. Um, I just stopped doing things. Stopped playing sport. Stopped playing sport for the service. Just, uh, I would go to the gym mm-hmm. and not talk to anybody. I would be in my zone and, and yes. just focus. <clears throat> and it was like, yes, there's people there, but I was in my own little bubble. Mm. Um, because in lots of gyms, people don't talk. Yeah, They go there, they go to work out. So it, it was easy that way. Um I still find it difficult sometimes to, to, go to large gatherings, mm. and everything else like that. So, I, but that's more. I feel like I'm being smothered. Yeah. And that the walls are closing in and, mm. and stuff like that. And I found that I I, I found that really unco- I still do find yeah. that uncomfortable. Um, but yeah, uh, just going through the, this. There's a lot of stuff that brought that, that things that brought out that I always thought I was the way it was mm. because of my military training in the background. Yeah. You know, I went right back to my childhood and yeah. having wanting things neat and tidy is, is from when I was a small child. Mm. Way way before I ever joined the military, yeah. which is probably why I was good in the military. It probably I was, contributed. yeah,
4: I was,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was probably a strange child, but. Um, well, and it sounds like you inherited from your dad and your grandpa too. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Well, my two great grandfathers were both killed during the First World War. Oh, jeez. Um, both grandparents fought in the Second World War. My mum's father fought at Dunkirk, hmm. and my dad's um, was British Royal Navy, so he wow. was at uh, two major. He was there for the sinking of the Bismarck and the Graf Bay. Wow. So two major sea battles that he yeah. was at and then my father fought in Korea yeah um, and then wow. me my two my older brother my younger brother both sort of yeah they were military but they they really didn't do a lot yeah um, so we have a sort of a history of it no doubt. This, it's a long sort of tradition I won't say history but more of a military tradition mm. of um, serving wow and you know I wouldn't change it I'm very I've ever had yeah. a, really had a privileged life mm. I really have had a privileged mm. life and you know I've served my country for nearly three decades mm. and I've had the privilege of being here serving Calgarians for over a decade Yeah. so I really haven't had a privileged life well some people don't think to. that but I certainly do I, I find it a real privilege to have done mm. what I've done
1: well and you've afforded other people privileges that you might never know of yeah right yeah no, and I true. mean you you might not be able to think about those things in terms of you being there and stuff yeah. but the rest of us can <laughs> yeah. Well, the rest of us can easily look around and understand, right? Yeah. Like, how come things are the way they are here? And yeah. And it's not by accident. No. Right? And same with in England and wherever yeah. else we serve, right? So. No. Yeah.
2: Uh, things are much better now.
3: Yeah. You went back to work gradually this time as well?
2: Yeah. I took a lot longer to go back to work yeah. this time. Yeah. I really,
1: really did. It took me a long time. How long did you wait this time? Or not wait, because you were... Uh. <sighs>
2: I was my last day at work was ninth of Jan, yeah. day before my
1: birthday.
3: Yeah.
2: And think, then did you go mid- back Easter time just after mid-April,
3: Easter five hours? Around there, yeah.
2: But a lot a lot slower. Yeah. But I moved I moved districts, um, and that was a huge help. Okay. Because they were okay, you can come in and we want you to put uniform on. Which was hard. Mm-hmm. putting that body armor back on was really difficult and there's days where I could okay put my uniform on and i got my duty belt on but I just couldn't bring myself to um, put that body armor on mm-hmm. um, and they gave me things to do
0: yeah
2: we got a job for you okay we want you to do this okay we want you to do this mm-hmm. so they actually gave me something to do they made me feel that I was still part of the service yeah. and I was still contributing um, and everything else like that they, mm-hmm. they, they gave me some purpose yeah which is really really good and then in, they just you know i was like okay i need more we'll just take our time yeah we're not going to rush this mm. yeah and i don't blame the service it would be like anybody else yeah they want their money's worth we want you back when's he going to be back to mm. normal and um my psychologist and, and, and the district were like no 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 no, no. Yeah. when he's ready if that takes two years that takes two years mm. it will be as long as he takes Good for that, and, and yeah, it was really, really good, and that was a huge boost. Mm-hmm. So I actually, felt somebody cared, Yeah. that somebody else was interested in my well-being, whereas I never had that before because nobody
1: ever spoke to me. Yeah, nothing. That sounds um, like a totally opposite experience. It the is first time,
2: right? It is. My right. teammates were always just phoning me. They were going for coffee. Yeah. Hey, just send you a quick text. How are you? How's things? Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to? Or do you want to come visit? Can we come visit? Yeah. So that's yeah. awesome. It was it was really it was it was a huge difference. Yeah. It was a huge difference of stop made me feeling isolated and lonely. Mm. You know, um, yeah. there's days when I didn't want to go, For sure. and they left me. They they left me on my own. And um, what I, I found this time is um, <clears throat> people thought I was angry with them all the time, mm. or they'd upset me, and it wasn't. It was I was having just having a bad day. Yeah, and that's how I dealt with it. I just I didn't want to talk to anyone because I'm not. Really, laughing and joking, and, mm. and, and, you know, quite a happy person. I would just want to be on my own.
0: Yeah.
2: And I, I do it now, and I've just done it to so the, the team I've just joined now. Hey, guys, look, if I'm having a bad day, this is how I deal with it. I'm not angry with you. I'm not upset with you. Mm. I just want to be on my own. Yeah. And I, I found that made it easier because the guys that knew if I was having a bad day, they would, just, you know, hey, you're coming for coffee? And I'm like, yeah, no. Yeah. And i okay, they would check in through the day, and, mm. and you know, but, yeah, okay, that's fine you're not having a good day. You'll be back to normal tomorrow, yeah. tomorrow, the next day, when however long it takes you. But mm-hmm. they were there for me if I needed them. Yeah. But they also gave me my space.
1: Yeah. Do you, um, do you think it's different because like, and, and this just kind of occurred to me, but do you think the treatment's different because this time around you're actually getting some treatment? Oh, huge. And this. you're not just being thrown back into a building and said, yeah, just do, do whatever you want.
2: Yeah, I, I do. Yeah. I, I really do. It, it
1: changes everything, eh? The new psychologist, the new...
2: Yes. It, it, yeah. it was... It's, it was such a difference. It was such a breath of fresh air, just moving mm-hmm. and, and having people, okay, what can we do for you? We want to yeah. help you. Wow. This is what we're going to do yeah. for you. This will take as long as it takes, and we will support you 100% for as long as it takes.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: was a huge difference. I love and, that. And just being given meaningful, being made to feel, be given a purpose again, yeah. not just come in and, hey, you know, you can sort the gym out if you want, or you can help us and... Improvements committee or social Mm. committee. They actually gave me work to do. Yeah. And okay, this is what we want you to do. I've got a job for you today. This is what I want you to do today, please. They actually gave me something to look Mm. forward to. And they were really good uh, when I didn't want to put uniform on or I felt that the rooms, the the walls were closing in too much. Mm. I'd have to get out and either just go go for a coffee or go down to the gym, go on a treadmill, do something just Mm. to get out of the office and, and take my mind off something. Um, it was a huge difference to yeah. be given that, you know. Yes, there's a purpose, and yeah. um, and that structure again. And I found that worked really well. was having that structure yeah. of, yes, we know you're we we, we know you're injured, and mm-hmm. um, we want you back to work. Yeah, but you, when you come back to work, you're going to work. You're not just going to yeah. not do nothing. Yeah, and that was a for me. That was that was it was great.
0: Yeah.
1: It was great. Well, how long can anybody do nothing for? <laughs> at work, right? Like, and feel good about it. Yeah. Like, I mean, really. I you can have a nap for a day, maybe, but that's it. Yeah.
2: I got bored at home. It oh. just made it worse being at home. Yeah. Made it worse. Yeah. Because cats at work, um, what else can I do? Mm-hmm. The dog got fed up of being walked.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah you only you know, take it for so many yeah. walks. It is, is, is easy. Like, I don't want to go anymore. <laughs> yeah. Do you know
2: what I mean? Um, you can only go to the gym so much. And I knew yeah. going to the gym all the time wasn't good for me, didn't yeah. help me at all. So I cut way back on that and everything else. But just being at home, you know, you can only do so much chores around the house. Yeah. Um, yes, I like cooking So Yes, Kath found it great that
4: yeah.
2: when she came home from work, she didn't have to cook supper because yeah. it was already done and things like that. But I needed to get back to work mm-hmm. to put that uniform back on because that's why I joined. Yeah was to wear a
1: uniform. Mm-hmm.
2: That's what I enjoy.
1: Um, that's what you've known since you were 16. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, of course. I just went from green to blue. Yeah. <laughs> that's
2: all. I just changed uniforms. <laughs> the job's not too much. There, there's, there's a lot of similarities between both jobs. But, yeah, that, that's what I That's what I, yeah. I was put on this earth to do, is, is mm-hmm. to fight those battles that people can't, won't, yeah. and don't know how to do. That's, yeah. that's why I was here
1: fucking a man so, yeah <laughs> my language, <laughs> part of my language but yeah fucking a so
2: yeah it's you know and I, i've had lots of people that are off and that's still off work and they're like yeah. oh you're going back too early and i'm but no i'm not yeah the yeah. longer i stay off the harder it's going to get to go back to mm-hmm. work and you know it's going to cause me more stress by because yeah. you know i am okay now i can't do anything Mm. and I didn't want that I want yeah. to be doing my. I want to go to work I want to contribute to society yeah. I want to to help people yeah and that's why we do what we do really. yeah and that's why I did what I did but I the more I was off the harder I knew it was gonna to be to get back to work mm. and there was days when I was like, I really don't want to go in yeah I'm enjoying this getting up at nine o'clock and going to yeah. the gym and you know watching a bit of TV do some food vacuuming yeah put some laundry in um, but the longer I left that, the new I knew myself that I was going to be harder and harder mm. to get back to work. And yeah, I'm fifty seven nearly fifty-seven. Too yeah. young to retire. Way too young. Way too <laughs> Way young to too young. I got and yeah.
3: enjoying it too much. Yeah.
2: yeah. I enjoy going I enjoyed going to work yeah. when I was my normal self. And even when I got back after the first time, I, I got back into that rhythm where I wanted to go to work. Mm. Had good partners, a good team that I worked with. Um and going to work was fun. Yeah. Yeah, and it was stressful. And mm-hmm. it was stressful, uh, and it will. All, I think this job will always, to a certain extent, be stressful.
1: Yeah. Um, but I think as long I mean, as you're having to deal with people at their worst, it's yeah. going to be stressful.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and we are. That unfortunately, yeah. we're not. We're not EMS, and we're not fire.
1: Yeah. You know,
2: um, people don't like us mm. because we make them do stuff they don't yeah. want to do. Yeah, it's true. And we only see. And you know, there's days when we don't think it's that big a deal. Mm. But we've seen it. You know sometimes it's when people call us it's the first time they've ever called us yeah and yes it's not a big deal to us but it's huge to them yeah. it's a huge deal that they've had to call us and yeah I enjoy doing and mm-hmm. you know that making their day better when yeah so they're at the worst and spending that time talking to them and, and, and everything else even the bad guys
0: mm-hmm.
2: I've dealt with lots of bad guys and bad guys are just guys yeah they There's just make bad you,
1: choices. Yeah, make bad choices and yeah. some of them are dicks. But.
2: So, they are. But, you know, you can you, I, I, the ones that I've dealt with, you talk to them, you treat them with some respect. Yeah. And they behave. Yeah. You know, that makes my job easier because I don't like my uniform getting dirty mm. and blood on it. I have to wash it and iron it again. But I look at it as it just makes it better for everybody else. The next time they deal with another, yep. uh, you know, one of us, um, they'll have a better interaction. Mm. And then, like, oh, okay, that, that guy was okay with me, so yeah, I'll be a little bit better behaved now. Yeah, um,
0: it's
1: a good perspective, right? Yeah. So,
2: um, things. Yeah, I don't think I'll ever get over this. I think it will yeah. always be there, and I, I think there'll be days when um, I'll have my bad days. Yeah.
0: Uh,
2: Monday, I'm not looking forward to Monday.
1: Yeah, that's no that's been like I've. I've yeah, it's been like that for a long, long time. It's do you guys plan time. something like specially fun that you guys could do? And,
3: no. I could imagine it could no, be really painful didn't you? No, do. we always do. We always go to a, a ceremony. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Always do a Remembrance Day yeah. ceremony. Yeah. Um, and our daughter comes too. She has to oh. spend that day with Dad. Yeah. Um, that's important that's time. That's very important yeah. um, to her and I think to you mm. too, yeah. isn't it? That she's there for you. Yeah. Um, because you have to remember as well that while he was in the military, the children were growing up. Mm-hmm. They've seen some of this, they've heard some of this yeah. they've been a part of some of this. Yeah. Um, no matter how much you try to protect them from it the older they get, mm-hmm. the wiser they get to what's going on. Yeah. Um, and very much they so. would.
2: Yeah, they would watch the news and
1: TV Yeah. And knowing that I was away and they knew where I was going as mm-hmm. well. So they would, yeah. So, any bit of news that came out of that place obviously affected them. Yeah. While they were growing up. Yeah. yeah. I can't even imagine having to see the news every day and think, well, is dad there? Like, mm-hmm. that's, that is very difficult.
3: But it isn't just dad, it's the community that we were living in as yeah. well. Because, and, we all, lived their in, dads and all their yeah. dads, all their dads, all their friends' dads. We lived in Germany. Yeah. Um, and the girls grew up in Germany. And, You've got all of these British communities within the German communities mm. and you know that when your dad's deployed, probably half a dozen of your friend's dads are also deployed. Yeah. Yeah. So you're all, it's, it's a community that you know that they're all together. You know that the children are all together. Their children mm. can understand each other. The wives can understand each other. And they just work through that together. Mm. But how much have they understood? How much have they taken on board and how much actually affects them? As Yeah, we don't actually realize that until
1: they get older, right? Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah And you can see like the behavior and listen to their thoughts and their ideas yeah. about it.
3: Yeah Once they can articulate how everything is mm-hmm. Like I say to our youngest daughter. It's very very important that she spends mm-hmm. Remembrance Day with dad.
0: Yeah
1: That's that's powerful. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's nice to hear, that, well, it's nice. It's not really nice because you, you're going to war, right? But when, yeah. the, when the community can come together mm-hmm. and the kids can be together and the mm-hmm. wives can be together, um, like that's, that's probably the only reason it keeps working.
3: I think so. Right? Yeah. Like
1: that people can keep doing it, I think.
3: And you get strength from each other. Yeah. And, and that's important.
2: I think that's why it was easier to cope with in the military mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. why things didn't affect us because when we're away, Yeah. You still, the day doesn't end. Yeah. Just because someone's been seriously hurt or died, you still got to go out and patrol. Yeah. You still got to do your job. Mm. There's no respite. Yeah. You can't say here, okay, we're going to give you a week off. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you've just cleaned yourself up. Here's more ammunition. Out you go.
0: Yeah.
2: And you're back out for another eight, ten hours doing whatever you got to do. Mm. There was no, there was never any sort of that. But because we'd all faced it together, mm-hmm. um, and we'd all lost. My brother together yeah i think that's why it was easier to cope with um especially serving mm-hmm. was made it made way easier to cope with because we'd all suffered that loss yeah and you can't really and it sounds bad but fold yeah. when other people are relying on you mm-hmm. because if as, as a soldier if i'm not doing my job then we're going to lose somebody else or somebody yeah. else is going to get seriously hurt yeah so you would just have to bottle that up mm-hmm. and put it to the back of your mind and suppress it and hopefully deal with it later. Yeah. But then with that continuation over a six-month period mm-hmm. of uh, stressful situations, then where do you start to try and fix that? Which one do you start working on yeah. first? Because they're all yeah. there.
1: Yeah. And they're all compounded on each other. They the are. Yeah.
2: Uh, and people have asked me, "What? what is it? How what is it like when you go out on operations and you're you're out patrolling whether it be the streets of Yugoslavia or, or in the desert? Mm. The easiest way to explain it is: is I'm going to put a six, six six inch nails in here, upside down, mm. but I'm not going to tell you where they are, and you're not going to be able to see them. So it's not if it's when you're going to step on one and hurt yourself. Yeah, and that's how the best way I found to explain it oh. was. That's how stress even when if we're not being shot at, yeah. that is our biggest threat is exploded devices,
4: mines, yeah. bombs, everything yeah, the IDs. Yeah.
2: That is our biggest threat. It's killed yeah. more soldiers, Canadian, British, American, anywhere, than mm. gunfights. Yeah. They kill most of us. So the, even just going out, even whether you're in a vehicle or you're mm. on foot, that's that's always in your mind. Wow. Always in your mind for yeah. eight hours. You walk a long way in eight hours. Yeah, walk a long way in eight hours, and that's a lot of steps. But that was the best way for me to explain it: is mm. is, is the stress that we're put under constantly. Yeah. Well, I can't. Doesn't even matter my if the rest of the world, if the rest of the day goes great. Yeah. And nothing happens in that patrol. You're still
1: stressed the whole time. Yeah,
2: you're. Yeah. You're always hyper vigilant. Yeah. The slightest, and that little bit amount of dirt doesn't look <sighs> right, and what happens if this? What happens if this? What mm. happens? If this? It's constantly. Yeah. You're reassessing that situation all the time. But I think because we all went through it together mm-hmm. and, as a, and, and as a group that it was made it easier to cope with. Mm-hmm. And, and to a certain extent, uh, especially this year, um, I've thought about it is I would go home at night from here, from work, mm-hmm. and it's just me and Kath.
1: Yeah.
2: You know, bad day at work, I would still go home at night. Yeah. Um, I'd have to deal with that on my own. hmm um, yes, may I talk to my partner or the guys that were on that same call the next day, or whatever. But there was no. It didn't feel the same. It felt yeah. like I was okay. We're going home now, and that's the end of the day. Yeah, that's the end of that twelve-hour shift or whatever. And you're on your own. Mm-hmm. And that compiling of that, plus everything else that's gone on, it was just too much for me.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. And, and rightfully so, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know, rightfully, but yeah, it's yeah. it's easier to cope now. Yeah. Having gone through this years, it's a lot easier to cope with and mm. to understand. And what's really worries me is, I can look around at work now. And I, yeah. can yeah, I can remember that stage. I can remember, and I can see mm. lots of people are struggling. Yeah. And like it says on the bottom, of my head, if you think someone's struggling, then they probably are. Yeah. I see people that are doing stuff that I did when I didn't know what I was doing, yeah. and I didn't know what was wrong.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't know if I wanted that adrenaline rush again. That I used to get in the military when we were away or whatever, I just, mm-hmm. yeah, I can see people that are taking risks.
0: Yeah.
2: I try to reach out a lot. Oh, I reach out a lot more than I did yeah. before because now I know I'm looking at. Now I understand better. But yeah. there are lots of us out there that are struggling that, yeah. that are um, scared to talk about it because they feel it's going to affect their career. Mm-hmm. If I go see the psychologist, that means I'm broken and, and that's the end of my police career. Yeah. I'm not gonna get promoted, I'm not gonna go anywhere good because I've seen a psychologist, mm. which is totally wrong.
1: But do you think that's a historical truth but not true any longer? Or is that something that was No, never I, really I
2: think true? I think still there's still people out there that are won't yeah. go and see a psychologist. Yeah. Because they, they I don't know if it's that admission of if I go and see one then I'm admitting something's mm-hmm. wrong. Yeah. Or and I have spoken to a couple of guys that I'm not because if I do that, then that's the end of my career. Yeah. I'm not going to go anywhere because I've been to see a psychologist. Mm. I'm trying to explain to them, no, that's not the case. Yeah. It's like saying, well, a psychologist is just a doctor. He's just mm-hmm. a mind doctor. Broke yeah. your leg, you can go and see an orthopedic surgeon to fix yeah. your broken mm-hmm. bone. If you're your appendix burst, you're going to go and see a surgeon to mm-hmm. get it fixed. That's all you're doing. Yeah. You go to see a normal doctor. I go now, I go once a year to my, just my normal mm-hmm. uh, general practitioner doctor, just to make sure everything's good. Mm-hmm. My blood levels okay. My cholesterol's around. I'm doing okay, yep. and everything else. You know, I will probably go. Oh, well, I will now. I will probably go once a year to see my psychologist. Yeah. Just for checkup. Mm-hmm. Make sure everything's okay.
1: And why wouldn't you?
2: No, I know why yeah. wouldn't you? Yeah. You have to deal with it, and yeah. and I think that's the biggest problem with mental health is that we, because we don't talk about
1: it, and we 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 say we do, but we mm-hmm. don't. You know. Well, we talk like you said. We talk about it on certain days right yeah 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 we or globally when, talk about we, it on when some days.
2: celebrities come out you know i've had yeah. i've got a you know i've thought about harming myself because i can't spend my millions of dollars or my songs <laughs> not doing really well
0: And <laughs> know that sounds harsh <laughs> but
2: but do you know what i mean and um, we can then all we're relate gonna talk to that about, yeah then yeah. we're gonna then then, it, then it's a the topic of conversation when mm. lots of actors or celebrities come out that they're having mental health problems yeah. and, and i'm i'm sure they do yeah for you sure know? um but then we want to talk about it Mm-hmm. But only lasts for a short period of time, and yeah. then we want to push it back because we. I feel as a society that we don't know how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. I feel as a service that we don't know how to deal with it. We're getting yeah. better, yeah. But I, the reason I wrote my story
0: mm-hmm.
2: is because it helped me. Yeah. But also, if I can help somebody else, yeah. just one person, that says, "Yeah, mm-hmm. I can relate to that." And I can I'll get help
1: yeah
2: then I've achieved something yeah I've Achieved something right on do you know I I don't want them to turn to alcohol I don't want them to drugs and I certainly don't want them to do something far far worse yeah when there's help out there mm-hmm. we just have you know we need more help but I think it's more making that help more accessible yeah Because that's what I found. I didn't know where to go. Mm -hmm. I didn't know who to talk to. And I was very much the same. If I go to see a psychologist, then someone is seriously wrong with me. Mm -hmm. And admitting that was was harsh. I I, I couldn't do that. So I think we need to make it a little bit more accessible.
1: Um, Do you think that by ending stigma, though, will make it more accessible? Kind
2: of a natural byproduct of that? Yes. I I, I agree. And it's such a stigma. But I think it's that stoicism. Yeah, that that really makes the stigma of you yeah. know we're supposed to be resilient, we're supposed to be tough, nothing is ever supposed to it to mm. to affect us, and we're rigid mm-hmm. in that that you know I'm a big tough fire yeah. service cop soldier, we're here to protect people, mm-hmm. we're here to stand between people, and nothing's ever going to bother us. Yeah, and I think that's you know it, and and it, we I think. There are a couple, but 90% percent of us that do this fire service, EMS, soldiers, um, do it because we want to help people mm-hmm. and we want to protect people. Yeah. So having that shown that sign of weakness, mm-hmm. just, yeah, no, we can't do that. Yeah. That's never going to happen. I will not show any weakness. You know, and as a soldier, we were like, don't show no pain. Yeah. You don't show any weakness. You've got, to, you know, you've got to be tough all the time, Yeah, physically and mentally. Yeah. But, uh, I felt coming through classes that we, there is no help. There's nothing to say, hey, very likely you're going to feel this way Mm -hmm. at some stage. It may be 20 years, it may be 25 years, it may be 10 years after you've retired. Mm -hmm. But there's a very good chance you're going to feel this way.
0: Yeah.
2: And it's normal. Expect it. Mm -hmm. These are the signs, these are the symptoms. Yeah. This is how you can fix it. Don't be afraid to talk about it. Don't be afraid to, to you know, go and see a psychologist. Mm-hmm. Once you just to make, just as a checkup yeah. it doesn't mean to say anything. It doesn't mean you're ill. It doesn't mean anything. Else. Yep. It's no different from going to an ortho doctor. And I think once we get that out there more, and, and people are more confident mm-hmm. about talking about it, and they, they that's realize where the stigma, yeah. yeah, yeah, and and we we we, I think that's still in our minds that it's not an injury. Yeah. So it, it, yeah, we talk about mental health, you know, it's a, it's a mental illness, mm-hmm. but we don't think of it as an injury. Yeah. That Yes, it might not. It's very likely it's never going to go back to perfectly normal,
0: mm-hmm.
2: but it's going to be what's normal for you. Yeah. And we can cope with it. We can address it. And, and we'll, you know, we can fix some of it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And what we can't fix, we'll give you really good tools to deal with, Yeah. how to deal with it and show you how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have crappy days. Yeah. But you're going to have a lot better life than you were having by not seeing it, but not having an understanding of how I fixed it. Because I I think if I hadn't have gone back in November last year, if I hadn't been able to recognise those, Mm -hmm. that's downward spiral again. I think that would have probably pushed us to the brink. Yeah. And probably, if not, could have have, have ended our marriage.
1: Because it was getting pretty tight, eh? Like, it was getting pretty tough.
3: The first time it really was. Yeah. Because we didn't know. Yeah. But as Dusty's just said, he was recognising signs. So he took himself back to the psychologist and he asked for help this time before it got to that point. Even though emotionally he's been through so much more this time round, actually opening up and becoming more emotional about everything Mm. has helped him to deal with it all. And it's given you more realisation of... um, the realities of it all, hasn't it, to put things into perspective yeah. more?
2: Yeah, I think it does. Mm. Yeah, it has, mm. and that helps being able to understand that. Yeah, um, but I am a huge advocate for, for, for this now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And when I sent you our story, I, I, I thought I'd send you cats as well. Uh, I
1: think you sent me one. Yeah. I'm not sure. I have one for sure.
2: Yeah, I know yeah. you definitely sent me. Yeah. me. I thought yeah. I'd attach cats because I, we, did, you know, when I when I did it, I'm gonna, I want it published. Mm-hmm. Because as it, as you've read, there's there's no names. Yeah, there's nothing about because it's, it, it's my story how mm-hmm. we coped as a couple. Yeah, and, and what affected me and how it affected me and everything else like that. Because um, I want to bring it out there, mm-hmm. and, and I look at it that if I don't, who will? Yeah. And we need. It, I think we need that exposure, and I mm-hmm. think people need to understand that I am normal. Yeah. I will be myself. Yeah. Well, there will be bad days. But I'm, you know. It's a new uh, it, normal, is fixed. right? Yeah. yeah. It, I, it's, it, you know, I, I'm fixable is, is not the right word, but you you can get better. Yeah. Yeah. And you can get a lot better, which will give you a better quality of a life. Yeah. You don't need anything else to turn to to try and, you know, um, get away from that emotional pain, mm. that isolation,
1: that um, fear. Yeah. Because I was petrified I would lose Cath. Yeah, no doubt. That would have been that would have been like an extra stress on top of all the other stress, right? Oh yeah, I yeah.
2: was probably more I was probably more of afraid of losing Cath than I have been when I've been lots of firefights. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had a few other things that have gone badly wrong mm-hmm. that I've walked away from without a scratch. But yeah. even in those, I was more afraid of losing Cath
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, because of the person that I'd become. Yeah. Than anything else. Well
1: oh, and she's your best friend.
3: She is. Yeah. yeah. yeah
2: she's yeah. A pain in the arse sometimes. <laughs> I wouldn't change that. Yeah. And and that was the good I can't thing. imagine that.
3: <laughs> and I'm right ninety-nine percent of yeah. the time. Even when you're
2: wrong. But even <laughs> and, and that, I think that was a good sign for us when we were at my psychologists and Cass says, Yeah, I can see the normal Dusty. Mm-hmm. The guy that I married. Mm-hmm. Those annoying little things when he's Poking me, just poking. Is this annoying? Is this annoying? Is this annoying? That type of thing, you know, <laughs> stupid things that I used to do when we were young and we first got yeah. married. That you know, that I've never stopped doing, but that type of stuff has started mm. to come back. And yeah, and that must just
1: feel fantastic.
3: It does. Yeah, yeah, it does. It raises the spirits incredibly. <laughs> yeah, doesn't it? Really yeah. high. Yeah,
1: because it's nice to feel like a like our old self a little bit sometimes. Hey, through all oh, that huge. stuff, yeah. it's a huge.
2: When you when when that realisation comes into that you are, okay, yeah, I am me. Yeah. I haven't changed.
1: You're you with the, some new parts.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I've got, got a pin in my arm. Yay. I'm still the <laughs> same me. R- that's right. I just set off metal detectors every now and again now. <laughs> I just set off metal detectors every now and again now. So do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's It's new. Yeah. But I'm still me. Yeah. Um, and, and once that realisation came about, made made a huge mm-hmm. difference made yeah a huge difference um there's still days that i struggle to sleep and my mind's overactive yeah. and that will always be there i think
1: but it could be right yeah. and it might just simply get a little progressively better over time yeah. just as things have right over this past. Oh, got year. Hu- this year they've got hugely
2: better yeah i i'm enjoying life again i'm enjoying work uh enjoyed spending time with kathy just come back from uh, uh five days in maui
1: oh wow we needed a nice break didn't we yeah which was good yeah nice just well so that explains to... a little bit of a tan yes. you got going on <laughs> hey? i'm like that's weird where would you get a tan from yeah
2: no well, there you go because we was <laughs> in maui but right. uh, no it was it was we needed that yeah recuperation time we away from everybody mm-hmm. and away from
3: the responsibilities yeah because right. oh, we're going to eat now we're going yeah. to do this now we're going to do whatever you
1: did know? you guys have fun
3: oh and almost it's huge fun. yeah what a wonderful place to go and relax oh
1: it's beautiful why is beautiful
3: yeah. it, was, yeah. it was it was it was absolutely yeah. fantastic
1: so it? what do the two of you do for fun now how do you how do you like not just live in that one spot right because that's just a part of what's happened between you
2: yeah i don't know uh i got back to sensibly training yeah.
1: Okay. Right
2: on. I got back sensibly training. Yeah. Um. Uh, we read, reached a place to do. Yeah. We spend more time together. Yeah. Yeah. We will. We'll go and play Sudoku. We'll go and play Yahtzee. Walk the dog. Turn the TV off. Yeah. yeah. Spend time sensibly walking the, walk dog. Walk the
1: dog. Yeah. <laughs> Sensibly, he's a lot happier, no, but we've not taken six 20 yeah, mile walks like, a day, <laughs> yeah.
2: But I, I think more now, you know, we can it, we got back to that stage where it's nice just to, to curl up on a couch and watch a movie or yeah. watch a TV yeah. program. Oh, I love to um, go out for supper, go to the movies, mm-hmm. do something together,
1: yeah.
2: Um, whereas before, well, yes, we did lots, but um, and she is my best friend and I love her to bits, but there are days when I want to be. This is, this is my world. This is mm. your world. Yeah. Let's... They can overlap a little bit, but, mm. I, you know, I want my space, which is why I still like going to the gym.
0: Yeah.
2: It's because it's my time. People think I'm I'm not very talkative. It's I do, but I'm not mm. there to chat.
0: Yeah.
2: If you want to chat, let's go for a coffee after I've worked out. Yeah. Because I'll probably need one. But I, I want to go to the gym and get my workout yeah. done. And then I can relax mm. and, and, and everything else. I think that's...
1: We do that much more?
3: A lot more. Yeah. A lot more.
2: Yeah.
1: Sometimes it's just the ability to spend more more quality time, right? I think
3: that's what it yeah. is. Yeah. It's the quality of the time that we're actually spending yeah. now. Because so we
2: spent time together before. but mm-hmm.
3: It was more time in the same room before. Yeah. Whereas now it's actually doing things together. And talking more. And talking yeah. more. Definitely talking more. And cooking together on occasions. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. I like yeah. cooking. I love cooking. It's like a therapeutical. Yeah? Yeah. We've had a few disasters, haven't we? Well.
4: <laughs> a few disasters. About <laughs> <That's> fine. <laughs> <laughs> like
1: cooking disasters. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Yeah. but if you're not trying new stuff, you're really not cooking.
3: Oh, And you're yeah. plain, ordinary cookies, the yeah. one that's will be a bit more adventurous. Yeah. And- oh, you see stuff
2: on TV and you think, ooh, that looks nice. <laughs> yeah. GTS it.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> ooh, yeah, I've got a recipe. So yeah. we can go through that and... Well, we'll give it a go. Yeah. So I made a, be- a bake a or tart the other yeah. day, which came out really, really well. Oh, I was nice. most surprised. So didn't wow. last very long. Got eaten really quick. Good. So, but yeah. So we do lots more of that together now, yeah. don't we? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's, we still like our own company together. Mm. Good. I like going out with the guys now and again, but yeah. I would much rather spend time at home with Kath. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's just me being unsociable. I don't know, but we've always been like, uh, you know, I like people coming to my house, but
4: yeah, they nice left. When they're gone.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now they're gone. Thank God. And they're gone. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so how do you how do you guys feel about now um, your career? Like, so obviously there's there was a worry about not having a career after going for help and all that stuff. Maybe not this last time for you. Yeah. Um, but do you feel like you could do another fifteen? Easy. Uh. I'm going to do another nine
2: probably. We'll see. Another nine? Yeah. Um, that would give me 20 years on. But that will put oh, okay. me 65. Yeah. I'm not going to work much after that. Yeah. Um, I think I realize it more this is now a job. Yeah. Mm. I really do. Yeah. You know, um, my military career was my career. Mm. And I was very good at that. And, and yeah. I did everything that I wanted to do. Um, this is more of a job. I, I look at this more of a job now. Mm-hmm. And whereas when I went back to work the first time, I was very much, I've got to get straight back to patrol because that's what I want to do mm-hmm. and getting back out on the street and, and, and doing everything. Um, yeah. Whereas now it's more of a case of, well, what's best for me?
0: Because
2: mm-hmm. the service will function without me. Yeah. If, if, if I retire tomorrow, mm-hmm. it's not going to change anything yeah it will still function you know we've had new chiefs we've had you know mm-hmm. they've retired and moved on we just get a new chief they'll just get a new patrol officer yeah. to go on the street so I think that helps as well now mm-hmm. that it's yes I want to do the very best I can yeah but at the end of the day I will do what I can yeah and stop worrying about the things that I can't change and, and the things that I can't do mm-hmm and, and segregating that has, has made it easy to go back to work as well. Wow, yeah. Um, and just to take that step back and, you know, i got to do what's best for me. Mm-hmm. As much as I love this job.
1: It's I, a job. Yes. Yeah.
2: And, and it, it is. It's, it's a yeah. job.
1: But some of the stuff you're saying right this minute is going to save some young constable's career probably. Right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it potentially could save a young soldier, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The The same aggravation of waiting. 30 years right? Yeah. and by maybe addressing something that happens to them sooner they don't have to like go through what you've gone through yeah you know um i really am grateful you guys are able, like free to talk about it and that you've published uh, your stories is there a place that you publish them on well like
2: no i website? want to do i want to put them in the Ten Four magazine oh so. okay right um on. but the amount of people that have asked me that you know hmm the, the hey what are you doing over the weekend i got my podcast coming up like, mm-hmm. wow yes we need the link
0: yeah
1: so um yeah i'll send We're, you guys the links or did i already send you the links in general to our podcast i think you did yeah because
3: okay. we listened to one didn't we oh, yeah okay
1: yeah yeah because he was a police officer as well
3: oh, okay yeah. i think it was the very first one you did oh john that we listened. Yes. yes
1: yeah yes yeah, yeah. John, his is the most popular one we've ever done yeah, yeah. and it was our first one yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's because John is just—he was just like like you guys. He's just so honest and yeah. and, and able to, you know, um, kind of articulate some of those pitfalls a little bit. Yeah, in term well for him in terms of the drinking, right? And yeah. for you guys in terms of, of that, the dangers of that occupational injury.
3: Mm, you know, yeah.
1: like, um, and it's so interesting because we we don't really know near enough about it, the brain. Yeah, mm, no, we're learning more, right? Like, yeah, um, but it's just fascinating. How resilient and tough you guys are, and men and women, yeah. law enforcement, of military, fire, EMS, too. Because mm-hmm. I know lots mm-hmm. of different first responders. Yeah. Um. But the the second part of that doesn't equal tough and resilient, right? Like the second part where it goes where you said, I think you said, um, not tough, weak or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah. So but we yeah. That's yeah, that's how we feel, right? So yeah. We, yeah. That's yeah. how we feel, and then. Yeah. Yeah. To realize that to be resilient, you can't be weak. No, like nothing weak evolves. No, right? The 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 weakness is when we let ourselves get broken, right? Yeah. And by broken, I mean completely broken. Yes, to the point where there's no coming back. Whatever that looks like for each person, yeah. right? Thank you guys. No, Thank you so much.
2: It, it, no, it, it's a pleasure. I, and and mm-hmm. one of the things I did learn that that, that uh, our personal disease are very um, personal. Mm. it's very personal because what affects me might never affect you yep. might never affect Kath or anybody else do you know what I mean it's very mm. um, individualized. down to that individualised mm. yep. to that person and, and, and how it's affected and you know I, I see I've heard it at work where ah, they've got PTSD they did nothing they went to a car crash well they were involved in a car crash but it's it's very uh, that individual it's, I'm trying to think of the word it's not the right word but it's very um, that individualized is probably the best way to yeah. explain it to that individual just because it doesn't yeah. it, it didn't it may not have worried me mm mm-hmm. that's that that person's the worst thing that they've ever been involved in yeah it's gonna affect them differently yeah of course and everything thats that so I found it you know um, yeah I'm more I'm not judgmental anymore mm-hmm. whereas okay yeah that's fine we can compare a little bit yeah but on the whole, we've had, you know, we've had different lifestyles, different mm. experiences. And that experience is different for everybody. Yeah. And just because it may not affect me, that doesn't mean to say it's not been life-changing for that individual. Yeah, and I said point. I was very lucky. I didn't turn to alcohol, drugs. Or yeah. I, I never had thoughts of, of hurting anybody or taking my own mm. life. So I was very fortunate that way. Oh, I'm very
1: grateful to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. so, too many veterans take their life. They yeah. do, yeah, and it's got
2: worse. Yeah, and, and not just, just veterans as well, but service first responders. First responders, as well. yeah. there's lots of it. Yeah, um, and I think the more we can get out there, mm-hmm. and if it means me sitting here talking to you guys, and uh, you know, and doing whatever in the future, then I'm more than happy to do that. Yeah, because I want to see that. Yeah, Us that too. number reduced yeah. hugely. Yeah, for first responders and for veterans, oh. the, you know, and if people can realise that, yeah. I can feel that, and like I said mm-hmm. before, just has to be one person yeah. that helps them. Yeah, then I I will have achieved our aim. And you know, mm-hmm. I, we we forget our families mm-hmm. as first responders and soldiers. We yeah. forget our families, that they they're the ones that stay at home
1: worrying for that knock mm-hmm. on the door, that phone call, yeah. um, and that worst possible news. And, and that is compounded stress of its own over yeah. time. Yeah, right. Like that is a compounded stress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, other people can't imagine it, right? I couldn't
2: imagine
0: it. Yeah, I really, I, yeah. I, I
2: don't know if it, if the roles were reverse and Kath was in the military and I was like a stay-at-home husband, mm-hmm. and I wasn't, I, I don't know if I could cope with that.
0: Yeah,
2: worrying yeah. about it all day
1: and having nothing to do to do something about it, right? Yeah, nothing. You can Knowing do, that yeah. it's
2: going to be what it's going to be. Yeah, it's bad enough that nerves, and I, I experienced every time I went on patrol, I would always be that fear would be there. Yeah. You suppress it and, and and you when things started to go wrong, that training kicks in and, and you don't think about it. But mm-hmm. um, what it was like for Kath for yeah. that period of build up, because it before we deployed it would be months of, of training before mm-hmm. we build up. Then that tour. Yeah. Whether it be six months, eight months or whatever, how long and then it'd be back to normal training and getting back into yeah. a wartime role. But what it would be like what it was like for her to well. Come if home you ever write a book with I two know. small children, <laughs> once they're in bed, <laughs> yeah. and that's all that's on the news, yeah,
3: yeah,
1: because yeah, that would have been every day, right? Like, yeah, yeah, sometimes, yeah,
3: yeah.
1: What would you do?
2: And I think the last tour was probably your hardest
3: because um, we was it away. It was yes, because we were in our own home, so I wasn't in that group of military-minded yeah. people. Yeah. So, I felt isolated that yeah. time. You didn't
1: have your community.
3: I did not have that yeah. community with me. there was nobody else going through it, nobody else who even understood mm-hmm. what I was going through. yeah um, and that was hard yeah. that one yeah
1: that makes that makes sense that it would be the yeah. hardest, yeah, because you had that community with your daughters as well, and yeah, to all of a sudden not have that in that yeah. very difficult time, yeah,
2: and I think that was the sort of the start of things when I came back in 2006 it probably because was if, we, if you look I, I'd gone properly. as a reservist because mm-hmm. I'd left the military full time we'd gone as a reservist so and then coming back we literally got back uh, I got picked up by my reservist unit mm-hmm. um, dropped my stuff off and that was it and there you go you're home for two months yeah
0: mm-hmm.
2: you get two months off enjoy you're getting full pay mm-hmm. what do you do I had nobody to talk to because the people that I knew there, they were all civilian. Most of them had never been in the military. Yeah. And because it's not on the news every day, they're like, well, must have been an easy time because there was nothing on the news. Mm. Nah, not quite like that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But I, I i think we need to bring this out. I, I yeah. really want to bring this out. And, and, and I, don't, I don't wear it as a badge of honour, mm-hmm. but it's not a badge of shame either. Not at all.
0: Yeah. And...
2: Now I understand that that it isn't something mm-hmm. to be ashamed of. It's something that I cannot help.
1: Yeah. Well, and it's not a bad thing to begin with.
2: No, yeah. it isn't.
1: It's a difficult thing. Yeah. But it's not. It doesn't have good or bad in it. Mm. It's just. No. It's just difficult. Yeah. And shitty. Yeah. <laughs> to it's have been to go shit. through. Yeah, it it, right. Like it
2: is. But you know, if if I I wish I'd have known about some of the stuff beforehand because it could have stopped. mm Hmm. Some stuff happening or, or going that yeah. far down the line, yeah, where you know people have got so far down mm. that, that there's no coming back, and, yeah. and, and that's when they've taken their own lives, and that is just so sad, yeah, that somebody's felt that they that bad that they, there's, they've not been able to get the help that they need, yeah. And you know, I found this time because I called it earlier mm-hmm. and I knew what to do, which was it was yeah. better for me this time. Lots better because I don't know where I would have been. Yeah, I honestly don't. I don't know if if I hadn't have had help or hadn't have realised or anything else. I don't know how far. Yeah, whether I'd be back at work now, where would we be together? Where I could it ever go back to work? Mm -hmm. I don't know where I'd be. Yeah, but I caught it early enough, Mm -hmm. and and I think that's been a big help of of why I've got back to work, and I've got back to being as normal as I possibly can. Yeah, well, normal for me. Yeah, (laughs) it's not normal for everyone else, but it's normal for for me, Um, and I can live with that. Yeah, I can live with being different because I am different, mm-hmm. but I can live with that. And I can now I understand better that mm-hmm. it's just normal. Yeah, um, it's part of life. And you know, if even knowing what I know now, I'd have probably still done everything yeah. exactly the same. I wouldn't yeah. change it.
1: Well, you're. It seems like you were made for it, for part of it, right? Yeah. Like I mean, <laughs>
4: yeah. I don't know if I was made for
2: this part, but not this no, part I, necessarily. Yeah. But. but this is a by bi- thing. It's like you yeah. know, if
1: you know, if you go out and drink.
2: Shot after shot after shot, you're going to wake up with a headache in the morning. Yeah, that's a fact. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so this is no different. This is yeah. no different. It just yeah. takes that a little bit longer. But no.
1: Um, yeah. Thank you for having us. I don't no, know. If it's yeah,
2: been helpful. It's been interesting. It's or been I very know. helpful. Yeah.
1: So thank you both for coming tonight. You're no, you're most welcome. Thank and you. and again, thank you both for your service because it's not like you served alone, right? Like you're. no, she was there with the kids and
0: yeah, um, yeah.
1: yeah. Thank you both. Thank what are your plans for Remembrance Day this year, then?
2: Um, I'm actually laying a wreath. Worker have asked me to lay a wreath for, for District because that's where I am now. We have a, yeah. um, a uh, Legion. British Legion right next door. Oh, okay. So um, they wanted a veteran to come and lay a wreath. So they, the District asked me to do that this year. Oh, right Which on. is a big honour. Uh, yeah. Yesterday, yeah, it was Friday, yesterday, I did a, a Remembrance speech at school. For okay. two, two remembrance assemblies,
1: yeah,
2: which was uh, which was really
1: good. That's awesome.
2: Which was really good. Yeah, uh, it was a big honour to be asked to do that as well.
1: No uh, doubt. Yeah. Thank you for doing yet another honour for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: It's good. I don't think yeah. kids understand much these days, but it's it's a different age. Yeah, but they will. They I will. think they will. Yeah. Yeah. So. Right on. No, that was good. Um, I'm looking forward to doing Monday, and it's going to be. I know it's going to be a hard day, but yeah, they're always hard days.
1: Yeah. So, well, I'll be thinking about you, Dusty, for thank sure, you. Man. Yeah. And you, Catherine. <laughs> thank you. For sure, yeah. Uh, thank you guys both. Thanks again.
2: You're more than welcome. Um, please, if uh, you need people, well, I'm more than happy. Oh, yeah, I, I, have a
1: ma- I, have, I have a feeling we could talk for a long time. <laughs> yeah. And I keep looking at Darcy because he's like, he's got to pick up his daughter at nine. What time is it? I don't know. Because I never look at the it's... time, so... Oh, we've got lots of time. Look at
2: that. Yes. <laughs> Is it really 8 o'clock? Feels like we've been here five minutes. I know. Yeah. It,
1: it goes by really fast. It feels like we've
2: been here five minutes. Yeah. Um, we got in before 6.30. Yeah. About quarter past, yeah.
1: past 6, yeah,
2: to be 8 o'clock already. Yeah. Wow,
1: <laughs> it's It goes by so fast. And, and thank you guys for your honesty and openness because I, I I really do mean it. Like You're not only going to be able to help the young officers, right, or officers at any level. Yeah. But you're a resource for officers, partners, whether it be husbands or wives. Right. And, um, so one of the questions I wanted to ask before we close, are we still recording? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Then I'll pretend like we're recording still. Um, but, um, can I get a copy of both stories and would you guys be okay if we posted it on our, um, Facebook page? Yeah uh and we'll i'll post that this week to yeah. be like a prelim yeah. for whenever the episode comes out yeah um if that's okay with you yeah. no that's totally fine yeah.
3: you've still got both of them haven't you i think they're at home anyway well yeah on they're the computer. On the computer. i said you don't want to
1: download them you said that I'll oh, bring them but no, oh yeah no no it's okay if yeah you can no send yes them they're home. On,
2: online yeah. and then yeah.
1: i will uh, and if they're already they're edited right ready to go yeah, yeah.
2: They're yeah they're just yes. okay. like, no they're fine yeah, yeah it's i said it doesn't actually say any names yeah. There's no names. But it, uh, you can put our names on it right? it doesn't No, matter.
1: no. So long as it's good enough for you guys, that's all I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. it's good enough for me, trust me. I read yeah. yours.
2: They're, yeah. They're both. No, good. They, yeah, but I like I said, it is yeah. when we wrote it, it wasn't about the service. It wasn't about the mm-hmm. military yeah. or anything else. Like it was yeah. it was our story. Yeah. Our struggle yeah. um with mental health. Yeah. Um and what we did and how we got the help that mm-hmm. we got the help yeah. and how how we how it's changed us.
1: So Yeah. No. Yeah. Feel free. That's one of the things I appreciate about your story, though, is that you're not putting pointing fingers at anybody. You're just simply talking about what happened, right? And and I I guarantee, along the way, there's been some administration has some culpability in this stuff, right? But that's not what you're saying. No. No. And 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 that's not even what I'm saying. No. And that doesn't worry me. Yeah. Me neither. Right. It's more,
2: um, how. It, how it affected my life mm-hmm. and, and obviously that you know, to Catherine and, 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 our, and our, our children I think mm-hmm. the eldest was back in the UK so she was lucky to
3: yeah. escape most of it
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean she understands she understood mm-hmm. obviously because her sister and her mum talked to her but um, yeah and yeah. I, I think now she's still she'll FaceTime me lots yeah um, huh. and everything else and like cat says the youngest does like mm-hmm. she's sort of well they're both sort of daddy which is you yeah. know 33 and 29 is nice.
1: 33 and 29? Yeah. 33 and 29. You guys don't look old enough to have a 33-year-old kid. Thank like, you. Like, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's got to be the exercise or something. I don't obviously. know. I don't
2: know. I've had a stressful life, <laughs> I, I would have thought. But it, it is. no. I. Well, that's I, the thing. You weeks, have. You yeah? have
1: had a stressful life. A couple of months
2: and I'll be 57. So I'm, people are like, no. Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm old. I feel
1: it. My bones <laughs> feel it. <laughs> You're old.
2: <laughs> well, I, I feel like this job is a 27-year-old's
1: job. Yeah. I think Uh, you're right. Yeah. Especially with the shift work, right? Yeah. Yeah. But
2: I I, I don't want to be a detective. Yeah. I have no interest in any of that.
1: You just love the street, eh? Yeah.
2: That's why I joined. Yeah. I like driving around in a police car. I like driving around in uniform. I like dealing with people. Don't get me wrong, I love taking guys to jail. Yeah. But I love talking to little kids. Yeah. I like talking to people in the coffee shop. Mm -hmm. I like talking talking to people when I'm walking, out walking. Mm -hmm. Um, And everything else just... Yeah. You know? That is... To me, that's policing... That's what I joined to do, mm. Rather, you know. Then I don't like sitting in mm-hmm. front of a computer. Yeah, I don't like sitting in that office all day. And you know, if I'm mm-hmm. having a bad day and I don't want to talk to someone, I can get my police car and just drive off. Yeah, I don't have to talk to them. Wow, it's it's yeah. it is, and it's I'm good not. Draw. I'm not stuck to those little that little room. Mm-hmm. I'm stuck in that little car, yes. Yeah, but I can go anywhere. Yeah, and as long as I'm doing my job, I can, I can, you know, really sort of and yeah. to a certain extent cherry pick what yeah. i want to do for that day and you know do as much as i want or as little mm-hmm. i want if, if i'm not having a good day which is what i enjoy with, so yeah no i thank you for having us, day right yeah. on um hopefully it's been of help and <laughs> yeah without
1: question yeah so thank you you're welcome thank you guys cool thank, thank you for tuning in this week to the voices in recovery podcast please stay tuned every wednesday as we air another episode thank you for your time And please, if you're in trouble, reach out. If you need to contact us at www.freedomspathrecoverysociety.ca or you can look for us on Facebook under Freedoms Path Recovery Society. Thank you again for tuning in. Please stay tuned for upcoming groups, activities, and podcasts.